Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. Hi guys, welcome in to um, this new edition of Chalk Talk where we are going to have uh, a new offensive side of the perspective where we are going to talk about receiving route tree concepts, all of that stuff. If you have missed, we did not do it last week, but we did it the week before and the week before that where we talked coverages. If you want to go back and learn about coverages, myself, John Stephenson, who's going to be on here in a second, we talked about odd coverages, cover one, cover three, man free. And then we talked about open coverages, even coverages, cover two, cover four, cover six a little bit. Ton of stuff to learn there. If you want to understand what's going on on Sundays, why they're doing something well or why they're missing something, it's important to, to watch this stuff, in my opinion. Or if you're listening to the podcast, I think you can get something from it on, on a podcast perspective, but I'd like to think you need the visual sometimes. And that's what we're trying to do is provide you with some sort of visual to understand some of the things that are happening on the field. We are going to talk, like I said, we're going to go through the whole route setup, um, the route tree from a basic perspective. And again, this stuff this stuff really varies from place to place. And, and I can't say that enough, that certain things that are at the NFL level are not even remotely being taught at the, at the, at the college level sometimes or even down, especially down to the high school level. So I think it's really an important thing to understand that there's going to be varying levels to all of this stuff, and we're going to try to teach you as simple a way as we can possibly teach you. Uh, we're going to welcome in John, John Stephenson, who's going to go through this with us. John, how are you? Doing great, Jake. Thanks for having me as always. Yeah, let's do it. So we are going to go, uh, and we're going to talk uh, pretty simplistic route tree stuff to go first. So I'm going to try to pause this thing here, and we're going to go through a route tree. Now, from a young age, okay, you're taught as a wide receiver there are going to be routes that you're going to run. They have they have simplified this route tree stuff, uh, and it's been in a number system in air raid offenses dating back to how Mummy's uh, development. You can track it all the way back. I mean, this is this goes way back when spread air, air raid concepts started. There's a number system for these things. So I wanted to put, you know, there's the right side is the geographic, the name of the route, but I also wanted to have another graphic here posted with the numbers. So some teams playbooks. And again, if you have not, we, we also did way back when kind of a general huddle structure and play calling in the huddle, how that stuff comes together. If you're interested, it's a ton of information in there about how that stuff works at the NFL level. And really it, it tracks all the way back to your younger levels. I, I can tell you cut, you know, in the huddle, it's always been, you know, the formation motion, concept run or pass the concept of it and then the snap cadence it's just it's always been that way. i don't know who started it but that's always been that way for me tracking through every level now with with routes and what we're specifically talking about today there is a number system that came into place that some places use now not all places call it like some teams would call it doubles right 454 or what they would number the routes outside in or inside out i did not play in any offenses that did it that way but some have done it to simplify how pass concepts are, are, are labeled. So you would hear, like, if you heard um, 
for example, curl flat, you would hear somebody say maybe 14 is the route concept because it's a one and a four and it works this way. Have you coached in any offenses, John, or, or maybe you communicate this with your players? Because some teams, uh, communication wide receiver coach to, to wide receivers will be like, they'll call it a bang eight or something like a post. They'll call a post an eight route. They just, they use the numbers just to communicate about the routes. Now the route concepts might have names, they talk about routes when that discourse goes on. They'll talk about numbers for these things sometimes. I didn't come up that way. I didn't play in any systems that way. Have you coached or did you find yourself in any of those? Yeah, so um, our uh, our current wide receiver coach, current offense I'm in, uses this uh, this uh, Don Croyel or Air Croyel route tree. Yeah. So um, going back to uh, to Husifer, he was a big uh, he was a big Croyel guy. Um, he was. Came out. Him and I uh, said Yeoman and so on, but yeah. So we um, we do use this route tree. Uh, it's similar. Um, going over it here, uh, the only difference is for us a one is a, a hitch. We kind of break trend there. If you look at the numbers, you notice that the uh, odd number routes are outside breaking, the even number routes are inside breaking, and a uh, hitch does break inside. But we don't have a flat on our tree. But other than that, yeah, this is how we uh, this is how we coach up the kids, the freshmen when they come in here. In fact, for the last uh, about last six weeks, that's all we've been doing. Just Every single day, at least on the offensive days, working with the young cats, just going through the route tree, one, two, three, four, and so on. Now, when it comes to the play calls, um, those are all um, those are all concept based. We'll have a name for them. Um, you know, some some that you've heard of, some everyone knows, like mesh or you know curl flat. Others will have state names. Like we have a play called Florida. Um, you know, city mm -hmm. names, just on and on and on. So sometimes it's we're, we're describing the play more conceptually, and, and sometimes um, you know we'll have tags on it where maybe you uh, you add a rate. Like maybe you're you're running mesh, and then you want to uh, tag the uh, tailback wheel. So you'll you'll make the call, and then you'll add T wheel to it. So um, yeah, I, I've never been involved with an offense that. Uh, uses the, the number system, like going to you know, airport, uh, like a five, five, two, five post swing or mm -hmm. let's see, I think the bang eight came from there as well. So yeah. Yeah, well, it, uh, it did. It did for sure. Um, yeah. So before I keep rambling too much more, yeah, back to you. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we, this is, this is what's weird about football is how these things come together. And this outreach stuff has been around forever, but like, they're, the thing about the NFL is these routes get adjusted so much, and there's so many more routes than are on this tree. So uh, we're going to go through all the routes on this tree. But I just wanted to put up another tree which showed you some of the, the crazy differences and, and just there's so many different routes. Like, look at this. Um, you know, some teams call it like they'll call it spot route. They'll call a stab route. They'll call drag routes. They'll call it dart, which if you see here, dart will run up and across, and there's a teaching point to it. I could have put a Kyle Shanahan playbook in front of you, but it, there's so much. There's just so much. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's it a little confusing. So that we both, Jake and I both have um, a, I believe it's a 2018 uh, San Francisco 49ers offensive playbook, and as part of that, they include a um, an entire PDF. I'm just going through um, each and every route, and it's, it's just or crazy how many. I'd say there's 50, 60, 70 on that list. Oh, it's unbelievable. And and they'll add to it. And they'll be like in-season new routes they'll put in, you know, based on the stem release. Like if you look at this bench route, which, you know, some people call a basic 10-yard out of sale. Uh, but if you talk about a bench route, you're talking about a five-yard stem 
you're hitting five, you're planting vertical and rolling it 10 to 12. And it's like, okay, that's a completely different route. It's just, it's just a lot. There's a lot, there's a lot of things you can do a slice yeah. route, which, which is pushing vertical, you know, running down, down the street. If you think back to that Miami Odell, Miami touchdown, what was that? 2019, he catches that ball in the left corner of the end zone. That was on a slice route, pushing vertical, running through the safeties numbers. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of these and I don't want to get you guys lost in the weeds about all these different routes, yeah. but we're going to teach you the basics, but man, I don't want you to watch something on on Sunday and be like, "Well, I've never seen that one before," because there's a lot we can't cover here. There just is. Yeah, yeah, so, there's a ton of detail. Yeah, let's Fucking look at let's 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 look at uh, some of the basics. This is just a flat route. I want to highlight each time we're going to highlight the receiver we're paying attention to. This is just a little pick concept here. Uh, might be double slants with the slide to the flat, which is a concept yep. the Browns ran a lot last year because if you recall, they ran something similar when uh, Minka Fitzpatrick picked off that ball in Pittsburgh, ran it back for a touchdown. Uh, the same, they came back to that this concept in the playoffs, and Baker finally read it right and let Minka uh, jump up forward and, and hit uh, Jarvis right behind him, if you recall, for a touchdown. So pretty similar. But we're just looking at the simplistic route here. So this is Jarvis Landry, who's sliding in motion. Right. Yeah, so this was a. Yeah, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, oh, so this was a. This was a fourth and two. I believe this is a fourth down, and yep. they're, they're running this concept because they're anticipating some type of man coverage. And so this is what's beautiful. Running. Watch the Bengals here. Twenty-four. This guy sliding. Watch these two run into each other and get frustrated. Throws his hands up, pouting. That's what you want. You want to create some last-second confusion, right? And you guys, coach John, your DBs. You're either sticking with it or are you passing. What's easier for you, passing this or sticking, sticking, trying to uh, run, run the route over top of it to try to beat them to the? No, side? we'd have to, we'd have to stick with this. So when we get motion from one side to the other, we can do something called spinning, which, without getting into too much detail, it's a way of, of essentially the safeties exchange roles or whoever has like the guy that starts in motion, he becomes the middle of the field safety. The middle of the field safety takes that guy, gotcha. but. With the way this is working, they we would have we call this lock and level. So you're going to lock onto your guy, but we're going to stand at different levels. So when this exact situation happens, where they're trying to use those slants to uh, to create a pick or a rub, um, you know, some one guy's running under, one guy's running over. Yeah, you you would ideally like him to to maybe run the route over top and beat him to the spot right here. That's a tough. Yeah. It's tough. That's why coordinators run it. Yeah, he's going to have to with the two on the ball right there. And the reason I think the reason they have two on the uh, line of scrimmage there. Uh, is because I think it's a tight end. Contacts aren't in, but yeah, yeah, tight end there. He, like, he's not even really trying to run her out. He's just trying to get him away. They, they know they're going to Landry before uh, they snap yeah. the ball, particularly when they motion him and they see that man coverage. They just, it's schemed um, up. Yep, perfect. Bottom of the screen, just a basic hitch route. This is, uh, I believe, week 14, that Monday night football game. Hitches typically are going to push to seven. Sometimes teams will dictate them and call them a six to five. You're definitely mm -hmm. driving back inside. You're going to turn to the inside, work back to the quarterback. Football should be a timing throw from your quarterback. Should be on him when he comes out of the break because quarterback's yeah. eyes right here are reading this corner, right, typically. If he bails, which he does, you know, throw your hitch. It's a simple throw. You know, typically we're going to talk smash route a little later. You're going to get some sort of push vertical in a corner, which you're putting a pressure on this, this player right here your cornerback to make a decision. If he's in coverage that requires him to bail and sit under it, then just take your hitcher out. I mean, this is football and this is a concept. Smash is run at every level. I I mean, even teams that are spread teams in high school are running it in middle school. So we're going to talk about some stuff that is not run at younger levels, but this is definitely one uh, that is that is run at younger levels, and it's easy on quarterbacks. It's harder as you get older. John, I'm sure you can attest to this because these guys right here, 
this corner is so fast and shifty and he can hit mm-hmm. he can put his foot in the ground and they can ultimately cover both like he can tease mm-hmm. you and then jump it you know if, so if it's a slower you, kid go ahead oh what, what you do is you you teach that player to, to take away two routes one with his uh take away one route with his body and one route with his eyes so yeah but looking at smash specifically what he wants to do is when he sees that hitch he's gonna he's gonna look and find number two and he's gonna sort of sink downfield to make that a tougher throw so can, mm-hmm. at least if they're in zone so he can kind of cushion you know the corner out if it's coming and then he's gonna take away that that hitch route with his eyes like the you know the generally the defense doesn't mind when the ball goes down low like that going back to um, when we talked about the Browns cover three base several weeks back that's yep. your kill zone you got your no cover zone the first five yards you're letting the ball go down you're going to rally and tackle so. well here we typically teach kids to turn outside Kareem just makes a judgment call turns inside which you know if corners coming up through all these years are used to an outside turn on any hitch route you play that outside turn and watch what happens here he plays it what happened Marlon Humphrey gets beat <laughs> I mean it's just like you know I yeah, know yeah. Kareem, and it depends I don't on know if Kareem wanted to do that or not but that that's you know he, a lot of um a lot a lot of teams will turn inside on their hitches so they'll bring it back in like 45 or they'll do mm-hmm. sort of this is this is more of a new in a new age hitch but instead of uh you know like pressing vertical and then coming back at a 45 degree angle it's almost like they twirl when they're making uh you know making the yeah, break wor- work inside toward the football and, and mm-hmm. kind of push that upfield yep this is simple slant top of the screen touchdown odell this is nice timing watch how patient odell is here at the top of the screen again trying to make my mouse larger so you can see it um Play action. Be patient. Don't burn it inside too quick. Watch the stutter at the top. Sells it. Boom. Inside. Easy touchdown. I mean, that doesn't get any easier than that at the NFL level. So that's uh, that's what is that? Number three, right? Yep. I think that's a three is a slant. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we look at uh, no, that's two. Sorry, we did two one. Some route some route trees do one as a as a flat, one as a hitch. So oh, you know, yeah, yeah I, I included both. We looked at a this flat, is, we looked at it just in case. For the sake of time, we didn't have a ton of time to do comebacks. Comebacks can be taught at different levels of the field. Some teams teach them 18 to 15. Some teams yeah. teach them 15 to 12. It depends on down and distance sometimes. This is a little out and go, out, out and up comeback. There's a name for this. I can't remember it off the top of my head. You're selling, you're out, turning up. It's a double move. You can see I should highlight the receiver I'm talking about here. So Jarvis yeah, at the bottom there. of the screen. This is back in 2018. Okay. Um, I cannot think of the name. It's pretty popular in the NFL level. It's not coming to me. But he's selling out and up, which is a double move concept that we see a lot in the NFL. And then he's sticking it at 18. Balls out. Quarterback has to be on time. Back to 15. Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah, it's a man's throw. Do you know the name of that off the top of your head? There's a name for it. I just can't remember that. We uh, out, not, out, 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 out. I just call that a comeback. Yeah. I, I, it. it <sighs> can't think of it anyway yeah ball the big thing about comebacks is quarterback has to read it he has to throw with anticipation so before he even gets to his 18 i bet baker has this ball out before his feet he should have the ball out quick i mean baker's got a live enough arm that the ball is going to get there right now but you got to throw with anticipation if it's late it's going to be picked off or knocked down it's got to be down and away toward the sideline okay uh we are probably looking at odell here i think we're talking curl so bottom of the screen here i just move that all over the place Okay, so right down here, curl. Some te- teams teach it 12 to 10. Some teams teach it 10 to 8. It depends on the concept. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just driving to your point, he's getting to 12. Right, balls. I think Case Keenum's in the game at this juncture. Yeah, this is the uh, first game. Yep. So, so this is a, at this point. 
Yep. So this is uh, just a simple, and it's curl flat, which we're going to talk about this concept. If you watch Shard, he's just chipping and releasing to the flat. You know, yep. chip, yeah. Chipping West Coast the classic. We call it Hank. Yep. Yes, sir. So we're going to drop here, drop the hips at 12, work back. If the ball's on you, I mean, he's just going to get enough for what he needs. It's a first and 10, 12-yard gain. Uh, let's see what we have here. We might have a – we have a um, – uh, some people call the sale. Uh, just what is it termed on the, on the sheet? We're going to go back to 110. I'll jump us back, guys. Sorry. Uh, it's ter- they just call it an out here. I mean yeah. – some people call it a sale. What do you have any other vernacular there used for that one? An out or a sale. Okay. Eight to ten is usually what the role is. Jarvis does a little inside stem. I should point out who he is. He's right here. Let me see if I can highlight him. Here. Okay. All right. We'll talk a little bit more when we talk sale concept and flood is a popular flood route. That will be used to flood at levels of the field. Little stem rolls at eight to ten. Quarterback again has to anticipatorily throw this football. Ball's out before Jarvis's head is around. You can see Baker's loaded up. The ball's out. Boom, it's on him. Give him a chance to get upfield and create some yards after catch. Pretty simple throw. Uh, here we have Odell. Have him in the point of trips here, okay? He's going to run a dig route. He's going to drive vertical, push to ten. He's turning it inside. Quarterback's reading leverage here, unless he gets man indicator, which based on this pre-snap, you're not getting any man indicators. So he's reading leverage here. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So once he clears here, you can see the window come open. If 54 squats and hook here and sits on the dig, what are you throwing? Stick route right here, right? Pretty easy throw. Ball's out a little late here. Ball should be out already. He's a little late and a little behind him, but completion's made. Good thing it was behind him or 48 was taking his head off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I think we have a corner route concept here. Now, again, corner routes are – depends on the, the – the general point of a corner route is you get from here, vertical, to here on a corner. Now, from this point, you can push inside heavily and come back. You can make it a quick corner route where you're stabbing and going. There's variations to this thing. You can make it a um, a corner post-corner. You can get all kinds of crazy. And at the NFL level, they do – 
This one is just a very hard stem inside and then getting back to the corner as this play takes a while to develop because, if you recall, this is a reverse pass from Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think in this offense they call this a circus route. A lot of teams will also call this, when, you, when you've got the number one running it, they'll call it a burst corner. Mm-hmm. Or they'll call it, was, it a, I had I had a friend of mine on from the CFL plays quarterback up there, and he had a different name. They called it. I cannot remember it. For I was thinking about it when I was cutting this clip up, and I can't. I cannot remember it. But these things vary. They, they just different playbooks call them different things. It's all mm-hmm. about. Do you know what they call it in your offense? So, exactly. um, I think this is our bang eight right here, off the hard yep. play action roll. Right. I think we need to highlight. Uh, Richard Higgins at the top of the screen yeah. if I can get to the right point. Yeah. Sorry, man. I can only get it as clear as the NFL.com will allow me to get it. Their bandwidth gets all stretchy and uh-huh. sometimes it's not crystal clear. So play action. Sell it. You see the hard stem inside from Higgins. Watch his first five steps. I bet are going to be inside. One, two, three, four, five. Pushes vertical. So off of this. Boom. He might give a quick shoulder fake outside and get to that corner post and get back in. You know, you want to sell that corner that he's got to keep honest outside. Mm-hmm. I think we do here, I have to recall. Oh, yeah, he pushes him outside yeah. for a split second. A lot of teams will call that a rocker step. You do mm-hmm. it for a corner post, post corner. Could yep, be, you it, know, put his hips opposite the break. Quarterback has got to give it some air, put him out in front of him, give him a chance to go get it. The fake is nice here. It sells everybody. Plenty of time to set up and throw. It's pretty tough, though, because Baker's working back away from it, has to turn the hips real quick mm-hmm. and put it honestly put it back on the opposite hash. Not an easy throw. Not at all. That's a good ball. It's a good catch. Given his body platform. Especially given, yeah, given the weather in this game, too, mm-hmm. to get that ball out there is, is, uh, is a nice indication. Now, we're going to do um, a couple clips here of, of f- fades and stuff are – it's, it's interesting. You, you, can, you can call them fades. Some people call them goes. We call them takeoffs. It's whatever you want to call smoke. I've heard it called a smoke route. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard it called a bunch of stuff. You're just you're just outside vertical. I mean, that's how we taught it. However, you want to get there. If you're if you're hitting them with a different release, chop, you go. You're getting outside vertical. Some you know, there's going to be teaching points. We want it three from the sideline. We want you to split the numbers in the sideline, depending on what your alignment is and what the scheme is. But the point is, you're pushing vertical. You're getting outside, and your your quarterback needs to put it on you outside. He needs to keep it outside. Drop it in a bucket and let you go make a play on it. Now, this is one of the best catches I saw all year from Rashard Higgins right here. And I love the Browns did this. And I talked about it during snap count stuff, John. I know you weren't with me. You're on vacation. But they teams are going to more of this touch snap where the second the center puts his hand on the ball, they're snapping it. Watch how the defense just isn't prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not set. I love it, man. It's a huge thing in the NFL yeah. last year. There's just touch snapping because you know you get you shotgun, you get all you get all set up, and his guard. The popular thing is the guard is tapping the center now. Um, mm-hmm. When the quarterback's ready, but yeah, just again to the point of what the route is, outside release, and that's just that's a hell of a catch, man. And, yeah. and you know, Baker gives him a chance here, but this is Rashard Higgins doing the work. It's usually off a three-step drop. Yeah, I mean that's just it's an amazing catch. Uh-huh. One of the great timing too. Yeah, DPJ had a Week 14 catch against the the Ravens on a simple fade, beautiful catch. Um, this was in the playoffs early in the game. Just again, outside release, get vertical, win outside, boom, that inside step. Quarterback drive. That's that's where you want it. We used to call it three from the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Uh, put it right on his outside shoulder. Keeps it away from the DB as best you can. It's literally putting a trash can out there and trying to throw it in the trash mm-hmm. can. It's just 
um, fade route stuff. And even on the end zone, you're trying to put it on the back pylon. You're just trying to put it in a place to let your guy go get it. And that's yeah, what they well, it's there. Or it's going out of bounds. One of the two. Yes. What is it? The content? Us or nobody is what the thing yeah, is. There. Yeah. If you play teams like Baltimore who say, we're going to blitz the hell out of you, but we're going to give away indicators that we're going to play man, I hope Cleveland does more of this next year, which is, hey, let's call a slot fade with this big SOB number 85 mm-hmm. and let him just go work outside and go get the football. It's very simple. Again, some routes will have a hitch tied with it. I believe the bottom of the screen from Higgins, you'll get a hitch tied. Was it Hank? Is that what they – or Haas? Haas? I think it's Haas, right? Something uh, Haas, Haas is with a, a wide juke in the middle, too. Yeah. Or what is so Haas? That, yeah, that's uh, – it's hitches from the outside, uh, seams from the number twos, and then you got yeah. the juke route coming from the, the number three at the tailback. But, yeah, yeah, New England Patriots are famous for that when They run it out of empty. I think yep. they ran it, like, three times in a row, one of the recent Super Bowls. They run the heck out of They've made a lot of money with that over the years. Tough to cover. And, I mean, if you got a guy at number two, Gronk or 85 here, and Joku who can go get the football, as I have to adjust my screen preferences to get this thing to go out of our face, I apologize. There's probably somebody who's smarter at Apple for me about locking this toolbar on the bottom of the screen. I don't know how to do it yet. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling. Anyway. Just let him go get it. Outside shoulder again. David goes up, makes a hell of a catch. I should rewind it from the start. Hitch by the outside. He knows he's not getting the football. You can watch Jarvis's route at the bottom of the screen. He's not stupid. He knows what the matchup is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Put it on him. Go get it. Nice catch. Hopefully they do more of that with him next year. Knock on wood. Now, double moves. Yeah, knock on wood. Now, double moves. Uh, I want to put this one in there because it's one of the filthier ones I've ever seen. This is at the 10-yard line. So imagine how how dangerous you have to be to get somebody to bite on a curl like this at the 10-yard line. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, just a ridiculous double move. I mean, I know you can't see the coverage, but, man, that's a hard bite on a simple, on a simple stab curl. And uh, – Double moves are tough, though, right? I mean, your DBs, that's probably the hardest thing to cover. And there's variations. There's out-and-ups. There's stop-and-go, hitch-and-goes. There's sluggos. You know, there's sluggos. Sluggos are slant-and-go is a sluggo is is a name that we shorten that, and it's just kind of changed over the years. Their double moves are, I would say, you answer this, John. Is it the hardest thing for your DBs to handle or double moves? Uh, it's up there. It's up there, particularly when we're, in, uh, when we're in man coverage. And if it's set up well, you know, if you – you have a let's say you, you hit a couple hitches on a guy, so when he sees a hitch that third time, he's ready to drive on the ball and then boop, hitch and go. Yeah, they're just so hard, man, because you you you, you play in so much anticipation at DB, trying to mm-hmm. jump plays, make a play on it, and then he's he's by you, and it's it's hard, especially a guy like Odell who can who can go from stop right there and boom, he's back to full speed right now. I mean, mm-hmm. the difference mm-hmm. is guys at each level they they take time to build up. He doesn't take time to. Uh, to build up and then we have a long i think we call this a stick route stick routes can vary based on the offensive concepts this is jarvis the browns ran this against the redskins i believe in like a third and eight third and nine maybe longer they ran this uh, effectively all year odell ran it i think this one is like i said jarvis you're just you're pushing vertical stabbing at the first down marker and getting mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. to the quarterback uh, giving him a, giving him your numbers and yeah just right to the sticks yep so let's talk. Con- let's talk concepts. Um, there's a lot of these. We tried to pick some ones that are pretty popular. Um, curl flat, pretty generic. I found a bunch of different team stuff on this, so we'll shout out anybody who I pulled some of these from. So this is uh, Eagles Fran Duffy. 
uh, is the guy who who came up with. He does great. I would say the Eagles do some of the best team scripted film stuff out there. I think they do the best in the game. Yeah, because they work directly with the coaching staff. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they do the they they work with the coaching staff. They put out what they can, and and. And Fran does a great job. He's, he's an Eagles employee. This is a simple showing, stem release, just curl flat, getting back. I think he, their depth here is 12 to 10, sitting in that window against zone coverage, right? Yep, so this is a West Coast uh, West Coast classic. Bill Walsh, they call it Hank. So you'll generally get mirrored curl flat routes on each side, and then you'll get an over-the-ball route from the number three. There it is. And that's exactly what we get here. Pretty easy for a quarterback. Easy throw. Yeah, it's a it's a zone killer. You're going to stretch that uh, that buzz defender. If yep. he gets depth, throw the flat. If he gets width with the flat route, throw the curl. Yep. Right in the window, he vacates. Yep. Simple. Uh, some wins on the Colts this year. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, now we got we got mesh here. This one came from um, oh, I forget his name. He writes on Green Bay. Can't think of it off the top of my head. I apologize to him. He's one of the better Packers writers I've seen. This is just mesh. Mesh is a very popular concept where you're shallow crossing down here. You're trying to get teams in man-to-man and pick them, or you're trying to get confusion in zone. Teams have gotten even crazier. The Chip Kelly mesh started to become real popular where you would have a set of that stick route right over top of the quarterback settling right in the middle. Because what happens is you get eyes chasing the two. If you get zone, right? You get man, you can sometimes, oftentimes, find a way to beat it. You're, one of your mess routes is going to rub a guy open. You're going to run defenders together, whatever. Teams started saying, okay, how do we combat zone? Well, if we have these two crossers going, eyes are going to be chasing these crossers. Let's sit a guy right over the quarterback's face, too. And, man, does this stuff work pretty well. The Browns ran it a ton with Freddie Kitchens, and it worked well for the most part. I lied. Ohio State under Urban Meyer, they uh, they oh, ran the yeah. Kelly version, and then with that, in this case because we're in the red zone, that uh, that over the ball route right there isn't very deep, but he'd sit it at like fifteen to eighteen yards. They bang that thing all the time. It sure would. And, and this then, is this is the point. You got an over and under. You always communicate who's over, who's under. Mount Union ran mesh all the time. Everyone, everyone runs mesh. Oh Everyone's God. got it in the playbook. Except for except for when I was playing, we didn't run it enough. That's for damn sure, but. We played teams that ran it, and Mount used to run it like crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, it just takes one guy chasing right here, and, you know, the window's pretty damn open. Yeah, yeah. You'll see a lot of uh, lot of wheel routes as well. You'll see the tailback tag on wheel routes there, particularly, uh, the, like, some people run it with what's called a, a bench route, like a 10 to 12-yard out um, yep. to the tailback side. And other teams, they'll, they'll turn that into a post They'll sort of drain out the coverage with that post route, and then they'll they'll slip the uh, tailback behind on a wheel. Always a nice little shot play. There it is one more time without the draw-ups. Yeah, I mean, because you have these basic concepts, and teams start to know them, and then you can start doing things off of them, right? Like, that's the fun stuff is when you're like, okay, they're a heavy drive team on third and long. Mm-hmm. Well, this is this is something they'll do. You'll run a... Uh, you know, a double route from number three here instead of the traditional dig route, you know? So this is back in 2018. The Browns run it down on the goal line here. You'll watch Jarvis run under, and I think this is – help me out. He was with, Ooh, he was with tennis, or the, the Texans last year. Oh, God. Brandon Fe- or, uh, Fells, Darren Fells. There you go, Darren Fells. Yep. Couldn't think of it off the top of my Good head. Call. Yeah, Andy says Mesh is one of his favorite plays on Madden. Listen, Madden Madden has gotten really good at including real concepts. I'll give them credit. 
Oh yeah, they have they have cool playbooks. Yeah, they they, they have, have done a nice job. So this is the the read you're trying to you're trying to read invert over the middle of the field here. Now Baker's a little patient on this one, if I recall, uh, and and hits the next window. So he could get this ball to Jarvis, but you understand as he gets this ball here, you got yeah. a, a backer ready to drive on it. So that's the a, window that gets open is right here. Yep. But Baker waits. Yep. Create the high low. Baker waits because I think that's Jesse Bates at the top of the field here. Is actually doesn't is doing a nice job reading Baker's eyes, and he's starting to drive middle of the field to jump it if it's late. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he waits, he pushes out right, and once he does that, Bates never sees fells, and then it's an uh, I believe it's a back of the end zone touchdown. Yeah. There you go. See it from the end zone view. Fifty-seven does a nice job squatting. Patient with a nice ball. Easy enough. Now, Smash. This is fun. I have a video from when I was at the Browns game. I don't know why in 2018 I took a video of this play, but this is me up in the upper deck way back before I was covering them where I needed to not be at games. <laughs> but this is this is the simple stuff here, which is some teams now, if you're in a bunch set, you're not going to hitch up right here. You know, it's silly. You want to push wide. Either you're going to do a some teams would do these wide hitches at the high school level. Some teams will do just a three to five roll, four to six, whatever depth you want to teach it at. And then that puts the same sort of lateral press on a decision maker. Mm -hmm. you, get a, mm -hmm. you get a corner out here over top. And I think here the Browns check, release, chip, and then settle. We used to do this too in college all the time. We would just have that easy little check down there if we wanted to use it. Yeah, you'll also see, um, particularly in this offense, they'll run a little thinner, a five-yard in route or under route from the uh, mm -hmm. from the number one there. He'll sort of uh, he'll turn inside and then he'll uh, he'll continue moving until he finds a hole. Kind of just settle down. It's a late check. Yep. Pretty easy read for the quarterback. Corners down the whole way. Never even sells any sort of commitment to the back here or to the to the corner route. Anything behind him. It's just. Mm -hmm. Getting open, create separation, which Higgins does, and put it on him. Yeah, it's a good ball. Pretty simple. Honey hole. Now, uh, back to Ohio State, we were talking earlier, this is spot, right? Yep, spot or snag. People call it different variations. You typically will hear it called spot or snag. You're just getting a flat little inside stick. You're going to settle it. Typically, typically five. Could be taught a little longer with a corner right over top. And you're just reading invert, right? <laughs> What's this yeah. overhang doing? Maybe mm -hmm. he's just playing. I'm trying to see if this is going to play. Here we go. Okay, he chases. It's the corner biting. If the corner's biting, you got a chance to go over top to the corner route. It's an easy throw, man. It, some of these are just meant to, And it's a great goal line concept, too. Really good goal line concept. Yeah, let's bet you could run it out a bunch. Oh, yeah. It's a them. This is a uh, like classic example of a triangle read where you've got three receivers making that triangle. So you end up with two different uh, two different stretches. Between the snag route and the flat route, you've got your horizontal or sort of side-to-side -side stretch, and mm -hmm. it's your triangle. And then between your flat route and your corner route, you've got a vertical stretch, depending on, again, the, uh, the defense you're getting and so on, and how you want to read it that week, who you want to target. And yeah, this is, is another one that's in everyone's playbook. It is a very popular concept. 
In fact, if we're talking about Ohio State, um, Braxton Miller's touchdown against Virginia Tech where he pulled the 360, that was on snag. He was on the corner out. It was. I forgot about that. Uh, Dagger concept, which is you're going to get number two pushing vertical and you're going to get a dig route that runs underneath that vertical push. Quarterback's reading safety. What does the safety do? Where does he chase? Where do the eyes go? Nice cover three concept because you can push him out of the way and have a nice vertical stretch, and that opens a window, and you can mm-hmm. see this window here from the top of the screen. I should draw it up for you guys real quick. Gonna get a push here. The dig route that runs underneath it. I think that's Jarvis. I think you get the back late. To Five the low. Yeah. Yep. Let's play it. This is a two-high killer as well, particularly cover four. You clear out the uh, you clear out that play side safety with that seam route from the number two. Then you got the yep. corner trying to chase that that dig route, breaking late inside. And then again, you use like a, a flat route or a shallow route or something to control the underneath defender. So you got the the cushion, and then you just drop the ball down in between. Get huge throwing windows there. You do. That's a good point. Some concepts are designed to beat certain coverages. Some concepts can can handle all coverages. You know that. There's particular, I mean, flood, we're going to talk flood here. There's so many variations of flood. You can switch the routes from number two and number three, sell him immediately to the flat, push him to the, to the uh, out route or, you know, sale or whatever you want to call it. Uh, what do they call that? Again, we said it earlier. I'm forgetting it off the top of my head. Uh, not to matter all too much. Um, just an out route is what we'll label it as. This is Denver under Scangrello, which is a similar offense two years ago to what Cleveland runs. He's a, disciple you got a vertical outside flat from the back occupying shallow and then a 10 yard out from your your tight end you're creating three levels of stress on the defense mm-hmm. and court Short, so. intermediate go ahead well i'll say that um nfl defensive coordinators call these concepts ovs's for outside vertical stretch and you hit the nail on the head it's a three level read you're going to have your vertical your intermediate and your flat route and you're uh, you're looking to stress defenders it's just the intermediate guys, again, sort of movement keys, and you're generally peeking at the uh, at the vertical route, whether it's a, a go or a or a post or whatever it might be. Also, note the Browns run a ton of this stuff, a ton. Just going through uh, looking for those routes today, I didn't. I guess I hadn't realized just how many uh, you know flood type concepts they uh, they run. It's a ton, yeah. Yeah, four or five a game, easy. This is a pretty solid coverage on this, to be honest. I mean. Mm-hmm. Corner jumps jumps number two. It's just the ball is left inside a little bit and doesn't get intercepted. I think this might be Case Keenum. I know a fan can really run, man. This is Case Keenum. No, this is this is Drew Locke. Three is Drew Locke. So this must have been nineteen. Or so is Locke a rookie in nineteen? I can't even remember anymore. Ooh, but he gets lucky because that's a dicey throw, man. Cornerback and I, I don't just kind of perfectly shielded, unlucky break for the defense on that one. Uh, let's talk Mills concept, popular Florida Florida concept back in the Steve Spurrier days, man. They used mm-hmm. to crush with this thing. It is a dig route by number two and then a, a vertical corner bang eight by the outside guy. You're putting stress on this free safety or strong or whoever, whatever side you want to run it to. Decide who you want to cover, man. Do you want to jump the dig? Because if you jump the dig, we're going to throw it over the top. If you want to sit back, we're going to hit the dig in the window that comes mm-hmm. open. Yeah, great the, example. Go ahead. No, this is another great triangle read too. With that shallow coming under, a lot of people call this an NCAA concept. So it's just any combination of a post, a dig, 
and uh, and then underneath shallow. And, and again, you can, it's, if you want to take a shot, you can read your safety for the uh, for the dig for the post. If you want something more intermediate, you can read the underneath defenders, like a hook, the hook defenders, and uh, mm-hmm. and cover three between the shallow and the dig again, sort of like you're reading the drive concept. Um, this is also a this is a too high killer. You get rid of the uh, you get rid of the safety with that dig route, then you've got the corner chasing that that bang eight or that skinny post from outside leverage on an inside breaking route. It's a ton of space to cover. This is a great throw from Baker, man. Especially staring down pressure, feeling the safety jump the dig, like he sees here, mm-hmm. putting this ball perfectly over the top. It's a really great throw his rookie year. I was like, oh. There might be something there with this might guy. Might be something with this kid, huh? Might right. be something with this kid. Uh, just classic post wheel. It's a popular mm-hmm. concepts uh, that that covers all grade levels. I, you know, you love to run it at mm-hmm. younger levels because you can get gullible defensive mm-hmm. backs to bite on double moves, right? You want to so sell the out route and turn up. So we are a um, we are a cover four base defense. I'm talking my my high school uh, defense. I coordinate here, and a, a day one call we put in pre snap is alert switch. Anytime we have. Um, a number two in the slot of the potential to get this this post wheel, or we call them switch switch concepts. We our kids pre snap. They see a number two in the slot. Alert switch. Alert switch because it's a it's a mother effort to teach high school kids to pick this up and pass it off correctly. It's mother effort at college and NFL levels. Yeah, so yeah, there too, there too. It's uh, yeah, it's just, it's another zone killer. It's nice against cover three because you're gonna you're gonna drain out the coverage. You're gonna use that post route to clear out the corner. And you know, via your rules, your uh, your buzz defender to that side has to carry the wheel route, and it's just it doesn't happen very often. Does not. Good ball there here too, right in time. Break tendencies, uh, four verts, wildly popular concept, all the way back to young levels. I mean, it's all over Madden. You want everyone run deep. Hey, everyone, go deep on one. Um, schoolyard football. There are teaching points to this. If you get open coverage sometimes if you get open coverage teams don't want to push vertical against open coverage so they'll call a breaker when i was playing at the college level we would tag a breaker side um if you got open coverage you would break it off at 12 and dig Mm -hmm. across some people will sit them down and just hitch spots some people like i said i will dig them some people will if they get true cover four read they will squat their outside guys on certain tags just based on whatever look they get for the week typically you'll have a check release from the back if his guy doesn't come he'll break one way or the other based on his choice calling this a choice route there's so many different playbooks but you know the general idea for quarterbacks is you're coming back if you get a close coverage look you get single high look the safety off and come back the other direction think um should have put this one in honestly but think Rashard higgins touchdown against the colts first half Right, it was just a vertical four verts concept, and Baker held the safety with his eyes, mm-hmm. uh, and, I, and and throws a touchdown to Higgins from number two. I think it was actually out of empty. He did that. Now in three by one, it's a little different instead of two by two, and it can work on the goal line too. You'll see here. You were trying to hit landmarks, right? You're trying to stretch the defense vertically. Typically, is what you're trying to do. It's four, you know, landmarks. Some teams will call these benders. They'll bend them back inside, right? Some teams will. If you got open coverage, they'll call them benders. If you got, you know, if you got a single eye safety, you're trying to make this guy make a decision, and then you're trying to keep him vertical to stay away from him. But if you get a safety here and a safety here, you, you know, you can bend it back inside around the hook coverage and sit it down inside there. Now, if it's out of three by one, which we see here, since we don't have a guy in this spot right here, 
um, to the left of the quarterback. You just work your way across and get to the yeah. same landmark. This is a, called a special so, route. Yep. All good special. So, quarterback's reading. You get a you get a chase technique from the backer here. He's turning his back. Hey man, if his back's turned, his head's turned, put it up there and let your guy go get it. Pretty good throw from Dak, who was having just a stellar year before he got hurt. Man, mm-hmm. he was he was dicing people up. This is a four verts look from True Two by Two coming up. Chiefs are the Tampa Two. Yep. Deep middle chaser. The, the film quality is pretty terrible. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, you, you can see the stretch it's putting on defenses here. Yeah, let's see how they uh, – oh, they got the safety. Number yep. two. Yep. That's the goal. Stretch safeties, make them cover too much of the field. This is called Yankee concept. Usually going to get some sort of double double quick move here. It could be a, a shimmy. could be two two plant inside-outside foot, get back to the post with a long cross over the top and over route that puts a bind here. Atlanta used to run this like crazy with Julio Jones. So tough to cover on this concept. He'll stem. You can see that hard inside stem, both sides. He's just tough to cover across the field, man. This is a concept the Browns should be running more of. They ran a little bit of it last year, but not as much as they should. Yeah, we saw what, else. what yeah, the Browns were like doing with that deep over is uh, obviously I'll play action. They'll um, they'll they'll make it look like a post, and then they'll um, they'll move them back to the corner. It's actually really it's 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 cool the way they set it up. Sometimes they'll run it with the post route like you see here, and then they'll have yeah. some sort of flat route or you know Jarvis Landry coming under the formation like a, a swap boot. But they'll uh, they'll alternate between alternate between the post and alternate between uh, running the corner there and team starts on it. And they will. They do. Yeah, Julio's just a difficult cover. All right. So now this is a leak concept, which is an extremely popular NFL concept right now, especially for teams that run the offense the way the Browns do. Uh, you know, what you're doing is selling outside zone one direction. Now what makes it extremely difficult is it looks like the tight end is a part of that zone blocking scheme, as they typically are. They're going to go the direction that the run action is going. Popularly, the way you hash it out with your defense is, hey, they're going to boot off of it and throw play side. Okay, If they play action, they're coming out play side naked, and they're going to throw it. They're going to throw it that direction. So teams got smart and said, hey, why don't we just send that tight end who's running that course anyway up the opposite sideline? Right? Pretty easy thing to do uh, based on what the scheme is. This is at the college level, North Dakota State. Okay, um, Just watch 82 here. No one recognized him. What it does is it gets out. No one recognized him. Now, the Browns tried this three or four times last year, didn't have any success with it. They tried it, didn't have much success with it. Uh, it just it depends. You catch the right team at the right time. Shanahan kills people with this concept. They do it to George Kittle all the time. But yeah, I mean, you're booting away from it. It's like just, I mean, it's essentially a boot throwback. It's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just dressed up really nicely. So now there watch, is one watch, the, go ahead. Oh, so one of the reasons it works so well in this offense is because um, 
when, when you're playing teams that play a lot of cover three, it, it takes advantage of their robot rules. So their, their linebackers, their underneath defenders are taught when they see play action, they're going to punch out. They're literally going to turn and sprint towards a landmark. So generally that landmark is going to be opposite the, the direction yeah, of the well, play. So they just yeah, you can see everyone's backs turned right there. So they're just not in a position to see the see the tailback when he blocks for that two paws and then leaks out the field there. Yep, nobody sees him. It's hard. It's hard to cover. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If your quarterback's got to be committed, I think this is Trey Lance. Your quarterback's got to be committed mm-hmm. to it too. He can't peek. He's got to have his eyes play side and then set and find him. It's a nice job by Lance. This is going to probably be in his 49ers playbook on day one. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. Titans also ran a ton of it. Yeah, all your all your uh, your Shanahan Shanahan offenses they all have it in. This one's fun because they say we're not going to run a backside tight end on it. What we're going to do here is we're going to let this front side tight end do it. We're going to sit him in here. Get, they call it get in the muck and then sneak out. Watch. Nobody notices that guy sneaking out of there, man. Oh, wow. I haven't seen that before. I haven't seen it either, but I was looking at tape of some of these examples. I was like, oh, That's okay. It is fun. That's why Arthur Motes has a head coaching job now. Mm-hmm. So there's that. This was fun, John. There's a ton of concepts here, man. We covered many, many things. If there's one that you guys know and you want to see or you know a play and you would be interested in what it's called, some of the teaching points, let us know. We would be happy to help answer any of those if you're on the podcast version and what we said in here doesn't make sense as usual hit me up and we'll be more than happy to uh to help you with it john thanks for this man this was good yeah of course as always thank you for uh, for having me on jake i appreciate it of course guys of course um yeah check out twitch we are on twitch i'm going to keep reminding you at the end of every podcast or live session go to twitch there's a link and this podcast and this video on YouTube to go there and subscribe. That's where all of our live content. So when John and I do Chalk Talks during the season, we'll be doing it on Twitch. It'll be available on YouTube the next day, but the live stuff will be on Twitch. Make sure you go there and check those out and join us on that new streaming platform, which is the best streaming platform, live stream platform. And we want to take advantage of that and make it a better experience for you guys. So, um, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Again, if you have questions, hit us up. We'll answer anything. And if anything needs clarified in the comments of this video on YouTube, we will help out in there as well. Appreciate all of you for joining us. Until we talk next time, and as usual, go Browns. Go Browns. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.